Welcome back to our study of God's Word. We're continuing to talk about what serious Christians need to know if they're going to be really walking with God. We've talked about growing. We've talked about faith. We've talked about a lot of different things. Today I want to talk about sharing our faith, witnessing. And I want to read to you from Acts chapter 1, beginning at verse 1. Luke, the writer, says this, In my former book, Theophilus, I wrote about all that Jesus began to do and to teach until the day he was taken up to heaven, after giving instructions through the Holy Spirit to the apostles he had chosen. After his suffering, he presented himself to them and gave them many convincing proofs that he was alive. He appeared to them over a period of 40 days, and he spoke about the kingdom of God. On one occasion, while he was eating with them, he gave them this command, Do not leave Jerusalem, but wait for the gift my father promised, which you have heard me speak about. For John baptized with water, but in a few days you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. And they gathered around him and asked, Lord, are you at this time going to restore the kingdom to Israel? He said to them, It is not for you to know the times or the dates God has set, for his, the Father has set by his own authority, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and you will be witnesses, my witnesses, in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria and to the ends of the earth. When Jesus died on the cross, he said it's finished, meaning that God's way of forgiving and changing people's lives and bringing people into relationship with God was finished. But Jesus was not finished, and his work was not finished. It was only beginning, and he rose from the dead and gave out his message to his followers. And Luke wrote about that in what we call the book of Acts. Twenty-nine times in the book of Acts, he talks about us being a witness and it's really important to understand this assignment Jesus gave us to be witnesses. Let's define what it means to be a witness. A witness is someone who tells what he or she has seen, heard, or experienced. When Peter and John were in prison, Acts 4 tells us that they were commanded to, not to speak anymore in the name of Jesus. But they answered, we cannot stop speaking what we have seen and heard. You see, they were witnesses. They saw Jesus. They saw him die. They saw that he was alive after the resurrection. They saw him heal. They saw him change people's lives. And so in a court of law, if you're called to be a witness, the judge is not interested in your opinions or ideas or hearsay. He wants to know what you personally know by experience, what you saw, what you heard, what you experienced. If you know Jesus personally as Lord, you are a witness. Now, it's not a choice. It's not, well, I think I'll choose to be a witness. No, we are a witness. It's a fact. We can be a good one or a bad one. Nietzsche, the pagan philosopher, said in the past, if you want me to believe in your Redeemer, you'll have to look a lot more redeemed. And that's true because a witness has to evidence what he's saying is true, that he really believes it. So God's strategy is given us here about how we're to witness. He wants us to communicate something to us that is not merely something to announce. It's something to live out, and, and it's, uh, it's to be done by what is called incarnation. You see, incarnation, when Jesus became a man, he was incarnated as God into a human body. And a witness is someone who has incarnated, God has incarnated his life in them, and now they're authentic, sharing his faith and his love with other people. God has asked us to be his witnesses in this way. And maybe maybe you have thought about yourself as a witness simply because you are living the Christian life. That's good. 
but that's not enough. You have to share your faith with others. Uh, the early Christians had given up on everything but themselves in their early commitment to Christ. They'd given up their businesses. They'd given up their homes. They'd given up their friends and their family to follow Christ. But it wasn't until they gave up themselves and let Jesus really take over their lives, every part of them, and came to the end of themselves that they could be the witness that God wanted them to be. Now, Jesus promised the power to be a witness. He said, you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses. Jesus has given us both the authority and the power. You see, if you have authority but you don't have power, it's pretty worthless. Or if you have power but you don't have authority, it's pretty worthless. We have both. In Matthew 28, 18, Jesus said, All authority in heaven and earth has been given to me. Therefore, go. In other words, I've got this authority. I'm giving it to you to go and make disciples of people. Jesus also, in that supernatural power, was putting his authority behind us and within us and around us. A man with authority is not a person to be laughed at or a person who to, to not take seriously. We have God's divine power. When we witness, we have all the authority of God behind us, but we also have all the power of God behind us because God's power through his Holy Spirit is going to enable us. You see, successful witnessing is just sharing Christ in the power of the Holy Spirit and leaving the results with God. We can't save anybody. We can't change anybody's life. Our, our job is just to share like a witness in a courtroom he just shares what he saw and heard. We just share what we saw and heard and tell people, hey, I got in on it. I trusted Christ. You can get in on it too if you want to. Now, they can accept it or they can reject it. It's up to them. But they have been, they have been given a witness. Now, our witness is we complete the assignment that Jesus assigned to us. He said, you receive power, and I want you to be my witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, and Samaria and the ends of the earth. And that's, that's really the, the way we're to go. We're to start in our Jerusalem, which is Cyprus and, and Houston. And that's where we live. That's where we go to school. That's where we go to church. That's where we go to work. That's where we do the things we do. We go to the grocery store. We get gas at the gas station. All the things we do, we're right here. We're, just, we're to do it here. And when they started in Jerusalem on the day of Pentecost and 3,000 people gave their lives to Christ, on that day. Then they moved out into Judea, which was kind of like Texas, the state of Texas. And Galilee and Judea and Samaria were the three parts of Israel in that day. So they started in Jerusalem. Now they were a little hesitant to move out because they were they had some prejudices to deal with, but God broke those down through persecution and they went out as persecuted believers into all those areas. So then they went out to the world. Not They started at home. They went to their state. They went to their nation. And then they went even out from their nation to the other nations to share Christ with other people. So that's what we're to do. We're to start where we live, your family. I'm concerned that parents are not leading their kids to Christ like they should. And we should be leading our friends to Christ, our neighbors to Christ. We should be sharing Christ with those around us. We Again, we can't make anybody become a Christian, but if we share as God leads people day by day, many will come to know Christ through the sharing witness of many believers like us. I challenge you this week to recognize I'm a witness. I'm going to live like a witness, and I'm going to speak like a witness, and I'll make the difference for Jesus in somebody's life as His Spirit uses me. 
God bless you. Have a great day.